a Shishkin Productions podcast. Speaking of influence, uh, follow me on Instagram at AirVince1. I'm almost at 10,000 followers. All so, right. Uh, you might get two more from, from this. <laughs> or one. Or zero. Probably most likely. Zero. My money's on zero. Maybe negative. <laughs> What's up, Sizzlers? Welcome back to the show. Uh, it's not even welcome back, is it? it it's kind of welcome back. I mean, we're welcoming them back from last week. That's true. And full disclosure, last week was actually uh, like three days ago. That's true. This is a... Uh, Chris, you said this before the show started. You said, we're doing a bit of a sizzle reel record right now. We're doing three episodes in five days. The big push is what we're calling it. It's true. You know, we, we just kind of ended up with a... A condensed schedule where we had to record one very late in the week, the day before it aired, and now we're we're kind of setting ourselves up for the future because yeah. we got a big week ahead of us. True, we're you know we have a business trip and we're not going to be around to to record necessarily. Yeah, we we might try to though. We I think we might do one for the Patreon or something. But yeah, like what we've had right now this last week is kind of like the the sizzle reel bubble. Like we had we put playing a condensed schedule. We're recording every other day. Like. You know, it's crazy, man. And We've been in the bubble. Yeah, and we're, we're in a new place. Like, that is kind of, you know, it's square, but it's like a bubble. We're, it's closed off to everything. We're in the little uh, conference room studio, the new one, and uh, we got some real bad news today that the contractor bailed oh, on us. dude, that's so, now, so like, annoying. So now, like, we're stuck in this little tiny conference room, and it has it's not going to get built out to the bigger conference room until, I don't know, like a month from now. So we're stuck in this, in it, this little fishbowl. Yeah, the, the original plan was... So this conference room already exists. We wanted it to be maybe two feet larger on one side, four feet on another side. And yeah. we, we thought there was a chance that they'd be able to demolish everything and rebuild it before we even moved in. Which they said that they might. Exactly. And then they just completely like went back on it, went back on their word and everything got all all screwy. So now we're out here looking for another contractor. If You know what? If anyone listening knows a contractor, call in 332-333-4361. <laughs> And leave a message with the info for the contractor. Anyone who can build an, a nice conference room for us. Or or you can reach out to us on Twitter at Sizzle Real Gang. That's right. You can reach out to us on Instagram at Sizzle Real Gang. Yeah. Or you can even email us. You can email us. Yeah. SizzleRealGang at gmail.com. Give us all of your suggestions for good contractors. Licensed New York City contractors. We need a conference room immediately. Yep. I mean, we have one. It's just a little small. Chris, what are you? Uh, what have you been up to, man? What's 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 cracking? What's popping? I don't know. It's been kind of a, a weird in between week. Mostly, I've been doing this, to be honest. Oh, what's who's that? We got someone at the door. Let me. Open. Hey, hey, hi. What's up? Hey, uh, is this uh, Shishkin Productions? Yeah. Hi. Yes, this is. Hey, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking to make a video. I've I found y'all on the Instagrams. Oh. Uh, yeah, I live in Bushwick. Oh, uh, cool. Is this the right place? This like, is, yeah. This is this yeah. is the right oh, place. Y'all make the videos here, right? Well, uh, we ed- we edit them mostly. We can, well, we can make them. We know some people. Yeah, what right? did you have like a con- Well, first of all, how did you, you how did you find us? You said Instagram. Is there something? My name's Anthony, by the way. Oh, I live Anthony. in Bushwick. Nice um, to meet you, Anthony. Yeah. No, I I, I I I looking on my Instagrams. I need some videos for my business. I uh, I make frozen pizzas. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not going to tell you the place, but you yeah. know, I need to make. Some uh, videos for the pizzas. Okay, and, uh, you're looking to promote your pizzas on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Right. I'm not used to this Instagram shit. You know, my, my nephew that. he showed me the Instagrams. I typed in video production. I saw y'all in Bushwick, and I figured, you know, you could help a brother out. Of course, of course. Well, Anthony, well, 
I mean, I, you saw the website. I'm Alexi. That's Chris. Yeah. Well, um, oh, shit. We would love to help you tell your pizza story. Is, so yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the pizza story? And, and ha- have you been trying to do any outreach already on social or not really? I've been running this pizza business for like uh, fucking 12 years already. And, you know, the TikToks and the YouTubes. I'm, I'm not, I don't even know what that shit is. I just know I need some videos to attract the kids. Okay. Um. I make frozen pizzas. Now, I distribute me, pizzas. Is there a reason that you're looking to attract the kids to buy the pizza? Like, do the kids have big spending power? No, I mean, when I say kids, I mean, like, you know, people in their 20s, you know, oh, all the I hipsters, see. the hipsters that move oh, that's in the right. neighborhood. You yeah, know I'm sorry. Yeah, you're yeah. quite old. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, at first yeah, I'm 57 in. years old, you know? Yeah, wow, yeah. 57. How long have you been making looking pizzas? For looking making, great for 57. I've been making pizzas since I was, I was a kid. Okay. Well, I think I was like seven or eight when my pop had me in the 50 back. 50 years of making wow, pizzas. That's, that's wild. That so is wild. the installation right there. We need to do Anthony's 50 year anniversary pizza, frozen pizza. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We right. got a little promotional campaign. I think we got going. a little promo campaign. Okay. Going. Maybe yeah. we like, I don't know, take a bunch of pizza toppings and, uh-huh. and make a big old 50, like I a 50 pizza that. pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I, yeah. I love that too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It, when can we get started? Well, well I think. How, how much is this going to cost me? I've been, I've been wanting to do this for a long time now. Well, we, I mean, We'll 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 have to get back to you, I guess, on the actual pricing of it. But I would say, conservatively, I would estimate mm, ten to twelve thousand. Wait, wait a second. Let me adjust <laughs> my 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 hearing. I know I'm not that old, but did you just say ten to twelve thousand? Yeah, I think it would be ten to twelve thousand, and that's for what we're looking at. We're talking like a we're talking like a big like a big thing. Wait, 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 yeah, wait. Put fifty pizzas together and make the fifty. No, no, I just want some TikToks. Oh, you just want I just some want some Instagrams. I just want some, like, you know, one okay. minute videos, you know, nothing fancy. I just need some some promo on my page. Okay. My page well, did you have a budget? 10 to 12,000. Did you have a fuck? budget in mind, Anthony? Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking, like, maybe two to 300 a video or some shit. Two to 300 a video. Okay. Um, well, we we might be able to get uh some, some, like, more junior people or some of our interns on that if if you're okay with that. Do you... Do you you just want someone who's like in touch with what's happening in social, right? Yeah, I just I just want some you know the TikToks, you know. We had we I, have I just a- need some something to get people's attention. I need to bring more eyeballs to the business because you know all these fancy pizza places like the Tonys one and the Tonys two and the Robertas and uh-huh. you know they all have like really good videos on their page. I don't got do shit. Do they really have great videos? Yeah, they got good. They You've got seen good them? Shit. Yeah. What kind of stuff do they have? Do they like a lot of pizza content? Uh, pizza photos. They got the making of the pizza. They got the the showing how the pizza's done. You know, I, I don't right, need that. Right. I don't. I don't need. I just need some some videos. Look, two okay. to three hundred hours of video. I figured would be good enough, but. Ten to twelve thousand. I mean, explain to me we what can send, ten to twelve thousand would be. We can send. Well, look, we don't even need to get into that because why discuss something that's not going to happen? We should send Chris in. We can send Chris in with an Android phone, okay, to film your pizza for two to three hundred dollars a video. Does that work for you? I have an iPhone uh, now. We'll fuck, send. I got no, an iPhone two too. I'm a, okay. Look, look. If I wanted to do it myself, I would have just did it myself. I, I why? Well, how are you putting why, stuff out right now? Are you doing it yourself? Well, no, I'm just try- I'm shopping. You know, I figured I was in the area. If I, I pull up the your pizza place, what's your pizza place called? It's called uh, Jimmy Jimmy Jazz Jimmy pizza. Jazz Pizza. Jimmy well, Jazz pizza. I, I can tell you why you're not getting customers. People think you're a shoe store. <laughs> uh, I th- I think if uh, if you 
what do you post on Instagram right now? Are you you just, have just photos of the, pizzas, the ingredients and shit. Oh, That's you're just putting photos of the raw ingredients. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because we, cool. we make the pizzas and then we distribute the pizzas. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's a frozen. I forgot it's a frozen oh, pizza frozen. company. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mister Lemon, you know, Mr. you just kind of ambushed us, so we don't really know your business oh, no. plan that well. Can, well. can you? This can is you, actually that this this is worrying me now because if they're frozen pizzas, like that is, it's not going to be a good looking video because. Right, it's just gonna be toppings well, no, on a I pizza, mean, not even melted. Like, <laughs> like normally, normally you're like, you know, pull pulling the pull the, the pizza slice apart. You see the cheese. The cheese. Yeah, yeah, the we could do that. Wait, wait, wait. We, we could do that though. Are you you see, I'm not against. Okay, I'm not against the type of videos that we do. I just want to know what two to three. Why? Why is it so expensive? I, I think two to three hundred dollars for a video will be fine, right? Well, shooting how, and editing. I need shooting you. and editing. I need both. How, how, how much is a pizza? How much does a pizza cost? Um. You know, between us, between us girls, I think it costs like maybe like five dollars to make total, uh huh, just for the pizza. Itself. Okay, but so like, you know, we sell them, we sell them for a little bit higher. A little so bit you're higher. making quite okay. a bit of money off of those pizzas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, we we run Bushwick. I mean, I see. all the pizzas that, that you know, if Roberta's gets their pizzas from you. <laughs> we make the frozen ones. What the fuck? I did not know that. Yeah, um, yeah. Jimmy Jazz Pizza from by Anthony. Is actually what Roberta's is. Oh, that makes um, a whole lot of here's, sense. Here's, you, know, you go to the bodega, you want a pizza, that's the shit we make. All right, Anthony, here's my answer. The reason that it's going to cost so much is because we were looking at a bigger scope of work. Like we were thinking, okay, we're going to make a campaign. We're going to make multiple videos yeah. across multiple platforms. And we were going to really do a big. For your budget, though, for two to 300, I, I told you, we can make it work. Like we can send Chris with the Android. Boom. He's going to film one one clip and then just airdrop or can't Android. Why can't you give me some high quality? Like I, no, I see, I see all these it's videos. Gonna, it's, so it's going to be high quality. All these videos of all these people, like how much are those videos worth? Like I, I'm trying to figure this shit out because I want to pay y'all. Y'all from the neighborhood. I just need to know like what, what is it going to cost me to get someone to shoot and you, someone to edit? You, like maybe like, like three videos. We'll start off with three videos. Three one-minute videos. Three one-minute videos. I say real quick, real quick, something easy. You well, know, slap, I mean, you say real shit. quick, something easy. How many, how many edits do you think are in a, in a single video? Like, is it an edit a second? There could be sixty different shots in a video. I don't know. You that tell could be, me. That could be a whole day. I'm telling you. I'm asking you, and I'm telling you. Oh, hey, hey, buddy, calm Whoa. down. Look, look, <laughs> look. There's another production company down the street. I'm just trying to be nice here. You let me know. What Wait a second, Anthony. Have you been going door to door to all the production companies on the street? You're just trying to leverage us. Are you leveraging us against I'm each shopping. other? You're shopping. I'm shopping. Okay. Here. I'm shopping. You know what, Anthony? Um, thank you for swinging by. I'm glad that you Wait found. Wait a minute. Why don't we we'll email you back? Out? You're not getting kicked out, but no, we have no, another just... meeting coming up, and we're actually in the middle of a podcast, believe it or not. But oh, I'm oh god, we'll... hey, hey, I'm so I'm hey, I'm so sorry. I, I thought that y'all was just having a little chat. We, okay, I'll come okay. back. I'll come it's, back. Let me. Fine. Let me. Yeah. Okay, if I if I do come back though, I just want to okay. know how much I should be saving up. How much would you charge me for three one minute <laughs> videos, shooting and editing, just for Instagram? This Anthony guy is persistent. Um, <laughs> I think we would uh ten to twelve thousand. Let's talk about it. We'll we'll email you. Don't worry. We still we still need to do some. We need to do some shopping around of our own. We need to consult okay. with other people. I could throw in some frozen, you know, goodies for the office or whatever. Oh, you know, some to frozen help. goodies for the office. Right. Right. In that case, yeah. we'll do a flat rate: seven hundred bucks and ten pizzas. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll get back with seven hundred shooting and editing. Seven hundred flat rate, ten pizzas. Shooting well. and editing okay. with yeah, a nice camera, you. not with a phone. Well, we got you. I mean, you we res we respect you, and we're glad that you came in. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Well, I, I appreciate y'all. You know, have a good day, guys. You know.
All right. Degrees. All right, Anthony. All right. Thank you. Wow, that was crazy. You know, they, they shoot movies on iPhones now. They I do. don't know what Anthony's do. on. High Flying Bird. He, I think he, was on he, he's just one of those gearheads. Like he wants to think that he's getting a lot for That's his classic money. Anthony. We got we got to go in with like an like a T three I or something, but like a big old old lens box on it and eh, stuff like that. Exactly. We need to quit. We need to stop putting our company name out front of the business so people stop walking in yeah, and trying to get videos out of why, us. Why, why did we think that a, a video production store needs needs a storefront? Store yeah. yeah. What, what were we thinking? Uh, um, well, I'm glad that that guy came and also glad that he went. Um, Chris, <laughs> you were in the middle of explaining uh, something about how your week is going. You said it was a little hectic. Uh, yeah, it's it's been hectic. You know, every night I've just been... I haven't even had time to cook. I've just been putting frozen pizzas in the oven every mm. night and getting them from a place called Jimmy Jazz. Jimmy Jazz Pizza Distributors. <laughs> what? Um, no, but really, what do you what do you what have you been up to? You're... Nah, it's been kind of in between. Like, I haven't done a whole lot of editing this week. You're writing a new episode of Versus. I am. I've been doing writing and I've also I spent a day building a desk. Uh, you know, we've been like moving things around and setting up the office today. You know, I've been transferring stuff to drive, setting up for next week, just making sure we're prepared. I don't know. It's, yeah, it, I got to I got to go into Complex yesterday. Oh, that's and right. I don't know how much I can talk about it, but they're filming a a pilot for a new show, yeah. and I got to come in and see the tech rehearsal and meet the host of the show, and you know, generally hang out and see what it was going to look like. And I got to say, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. I think it looked really good, and I think there's going to be a lot of... I, the set is just... They put a lot of money into it. You can tell it's high quality, and I think there's a lot of potential with the show. They put a lot of work into it, and as long as I can edit it together nicely, maybe I, I think we'll it's a series out of it. Yeah, I mean, that that's the goal, right? Hell how, yeah. how many episodes is it supposed to be? I don't now? even know. I mean, right now, I think it's so up in the air. It's like, hey, we like this idea. We want to do this type of thing. Yeah. Let's give this team some money to put together something good, not something half-assed. Like, let's really invest, put together a good pilot, and then go out and try to sell it. And obviously, the more episodes, the whoever buys, the better, but we'll, th- we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be really good. It's going to look good no matter what, partially because of the set. Like it, the, it's very colorful and it yeah. pops, and uh, the the idea is interesting too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how we can't really talk about yeah. the idea, which is unfortunate because it's it's pretty good. But um, be on the lookout for it. I did I did take a little picture of the set here. I'll show you, Chris, so you can see it. We got a couple couple people sitting at the table. They can have a look at it too, but they can't talk yet because we haven't introduced them. I think it seems like Complex is trying to get into that that game show thing they had the hot ones game show for a little bit right well everyone loves a game show you know what i mean but um yeah they had the hot ones game show but they that they uh i don't i don't know how well that that did i mean it went to tbs i think so that's cool the fact that it even went somewhere do you think they played it at a like 103 percent speed like they did with seinfeld what do you mean tbs when they uh when they got the uh syndication rights to seinfeld like 15 or 20 years ago or whatever they would speed it up ever so slightly so that you couldn't like notice a change in pitch or anything or or whatever. It felt natural, but that way they could put a few more ads in. Wow. Yeah. How did the Seinfeld creators feel about that? Like did, or I guess they didn't have any say in it. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, at that point, at that point, the show had been over for five or 10 years. Still, it feels like you're fucking up someone's work. I don't know if you could do that. I I don't think they're complaining. They're all, nearly billionaires because of that show good point it's a good point um 
Chris, uh, look, we have a guest who's been sitting here patiently waiting, so I think we should introduce him. We should bring him in. It's his second time on the show. It's Braxton Brown the third. You. He has made it. Am I the first guest that's been on twice? Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. I think we've had Mike Bliss on twice. Okay. We've had Matt King technically on twice. Joe oh, yeah, has Joe been Nan- on twice. I think Joe is the, the leader right He's now. He's the leader? Three times. No, Maybe. I think he's only been on twice. Only twice? Yeah. I think Vince might be the leader. I think Vince has been on three times. I thought I thought we had Joe for two rounds of March Madness. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Mm. And we had Matt on mm. twice as well. All right, yeah. Yeah. So Joe is the leader, but who knows? Maybe Vince will catch him. Honor to maybe, make a reappearance. Maybe Vince will somehow show up in the second act of this show, and he'll. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. It, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You're gonna you're gonna have a chance to <laughs> become the leader in in sizzle reel appearances. Yeah, we're now going, I'm, we're going I'm, for a million. Keeping score. Oh yeah, I forgot you guys are going for a million episodes. So, yo, yeah. okay, so Braxton. You have your own pod, the Group Text Pod. I do the Group Text Podcast, and uh, you're a few weeks into this next season. You're in season five right now, and you're uh, what about a month into it now, right? Yeah, I think this was episode four. So this, yeah, so that would be a month. So you have been recording the audio for it and kind of producing it and doing all that, um, and then on our end, we've been putting the show together like cutting stuff out adding in all the music mm-hmm. distributing it doing all that but uh how have you found uh, recording it and uh, especially in a remote world is it you're like is it a little easier is it crazy it's actually easier than how we used to record it i think because i used to have to do a mix minus and i had to learn how to do that i had like a actual uh digital audio recorder recording people's audio and now zoom world allows you to kind of record all the audio a little bit easier get everything sent in a file but i mean mm-hmm. everyone's in four different locations and in so different time zones different time zones you got to make sure that they're recording if someone drops off and like i mean you know i i try to be as meticulous as possible with the with yeah. the editing notes to yeah, try to make your life easier. You're like a natural born producer. But the craziest thing about having people in different time zones is like, that's how you know that, that you guys are committed. Cause it's like, it's you plus three. Yeah. So it's a four person show. And to have like three, you plus an additional three people committed to joining every week at a certain time and to be on for a, that is wild. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I can barely keep up with, with this. Like I, I never even wanted to do a podcast and Alexi was like, ah, oh, let's do it. Oh, we need to do one this week. Let's do, let's do three this week. So we're set up for a little bit. Yeah. And then you, and then you are in the Shishkin bubble now. So we're, we're playing True. the Shishkin bubble. Dude. Yeah. That's it. Crazy it's how a, that happened. It's just me and Chris and, and it's not that much of a bubble. Cause people like Anthony just dropped by trying to fucking get what's, videos out of us what's funny or interesting is like because you guys i feel like the, on group text you know it's stuff that's like topical so the hard part is like every week when i see something funny or an interesting headline i have yeah. to remember to write it down yeah because we have like a like a shared doc and we'll all you know update it throughout the week and it's like if you see something you don't write it down right away like it's so easy to forget and then the episode comes out and you're like, oh shit, I forgot to like put that in the run now. We totally yep. forgot about it. That is literally, th- that was basically my 20s was me like <laughs> learning, <laughs> learning how to write things down. It's like, just fucking do it, man. Just write it down. I still forget though. Like we have a question of the day in the discord and I thought of a great one a couple nights ago mm. and I forgot to write it down. And then the next day I was like, what the fuck was that good question? It's gone yeah. forever. 
You know, we we have a Google Doc that we uh, we started out with for the Sizzler Reel. Like the first five or ten episodes, we leaned on it pretty heavily. Like in our pre-production, we came up with like twenty or thirty topics that that we thought we could co- could cover over the next twenty episodes. And then yeah. ever since, we've just been kind of I don't know winging it. Yeah, we check back in on it every so often, but I think our research process is really like based off of two things. One, it's like what have we been doing lately mm-hmm. and two is we just kind of like i don't know about you chris but like if i have to do any research i end up going on like random blogs like no film school or i'll go to like variety, variety yeah yeah and just yeah. see what's happening in the industry and stuff like that yeah with the with our pod it's it's funny because like we'll talk about the stuff in the group tech like legit that's how the pod came about you know in a group tech so we'll talk about the events and things that are happening um, so sometimes now I find myself not talking about them as much if I know we're going to talk You're about like, it. I got to save this for the pod. Right, mm-hmm. right. You got to save it a little bit for the pod. But, you know, we're never going to run out of things to talk about or have opinion, have opinions about, which, that's, is, which is fun. That's like sort of what happened last week when we were talking to Joe. Remember, I don't remember what it was, but before the record, he had an opinion on something. He was about to talk about it. No, it was during the break. It was about reels. Exactly. And I was like, shut up. Shut up. Wait till we roll and then tell us what you think. You know what I mean? Um, But speaking of shutting up, let's take a quick little break and then we're going to come back and we'll talk more to Braxton. And who knows? Maybe Vince will join us. Maybe. Year. I'm Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Lauren. I'm Chris. And we're bringing you the Group Text Podcast. We are four black cousins texting all day, every day about everything going on from the streets to the tweets. And, you know, we're bringing the group text to the podcast world. Yep. Talking about why America is trash, but also why you should have hope. We're recapping everything pop culture, current events, and what's viral this week. And even hitting you with some life advice, like when you should knock if they buck. Yep, and we'll be keeping score, seeing if city boys or city girls are up. City girls are always up. City girls make them wish like Ray J. <laughs> the Group Text Podcast, brought to you by the Shishkin Productions Network. Join our group text every Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, Sizzlers? Welcome back. Uh, this time, welcome back for real. I know Chris kicked off the show by saying welcome back. But you're just so in the practice of, of welcoming them back. That's usually how it goes. So, you know, I just kind of went into autopilot and yeah. I almost I almost just like stopped down and restarted the whole thing. No, and then just, I just decided to lean into it, lean into it, push right through. Yeah, it. we're already starting. You went on autopilot, but you were like Kobe's autopilot. You know what I mean? That's, oh, yeah. That's the kind of autopilot Mom mentality. Yeah. The, oh, my God. That's, that's <laughs> fucked up. Um, we got Braxton with us. Braxton Brown the third on all platforms, I believe. It that's is. I, I, you know I. what? I forgot to plug my website, though, the last time. Plug it right now. Thepettysburgaddress.com. Thepettysburgaddress.com. Oh, what? I didn't even know about that. <laughs> there's photos. There's writing. There's It's a general renaissance man type website. And yeah. once again, co-host of the Group Text podcast. Yes. On Shishkin Productions Network. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the founder of the Group Text podcast. Co-founder. Ways. Co-founder. All right. I'm sure that Tia, Lauren, and Chris will be happy to hear that. <laughs> that was a test. That was a test. Um, you know, we also got, he joined us during the break. He popped in. It was, it's four o'clock. It's about time for him to roll into the office. This is Vince Alvarado. What's up, Vince? Yo, yo, What's y'all popping? filming a pod? Yo, we're, yeah. we're not even filming it. We're living it, dude. We're living the oh, pod. shit. Living the pod life. Vince. What up? I just got lunch. My bad. You've been out of the office for pretty much the last month. What the hell have you been doing? <laughs> it's a very good question. Um, 
Yo, did you wait? Did you guys see that one guy that was uh, down the hall? Did he what? He was like asking me like where the office was. We had a guy pop in early. Did he look? Oh, what, did he look like he was about fifty-seven years old? Yeah, He's some older dude. I don't know. He was did, just asking me, "Hey, do you know where they make the videos here?" And I'm like, "I don't know." What the did, fuck you, did you? I, get I mean, his name I do know. You wait, wait, like, wait, wait! You didn't want to get us business. I, no, I, I, don't know. I didn't. Well, That's, the way he asked me and the way he looked, I'm like, I don't know. This guy looks like he means like trouble excuse. or something. Um, anyway, no, I don't. It might have been the same guy. We had a guy come in earlier, but oh, we'll. I don't know. We'll we'll, Wait, we'll cross that bridge. We, we actually to might what, what send he want? you to to go shoot some stuff. He said he was looking for like you know a, a junior low budge. Yeah, low budget. Oh shit, low budge. Low. I don't low know. Budge, my rates no have gone budge. up. That's that's why I've been kind of MIA. I saw the billiards oh. video. I was very impressed. Oh yeah, the Vince, rates have Vince, gone tell up. Tell us about that. Uh yeah no I've been out of office. Um, I've been shooting nonstop. I I want to say April and May. I probably had 20 days worth of shooting, um, which is almost a month. It's fucking crazy, actually. Um, and then editing, you know, I've been slowly editing each uh, each video that's coming out. But um, all in all, I've just been working. I've just been working. It's, it's great. Things you, actually are slowing down for me, which is a little scary because, you know, money, money pays the bills. But have you been editing everything that you're shooting or are you? Just, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So one man operation. over here. One man operation. Um, I'm. There's a big project that I started working on earlier this year. We just wrapped up shooting at the end of May, and I actually won't be starting to edit that project until uh, the 11th. So a day oh. after our tr- our little oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. So you started oh. editing it. You started editing it last week, then. <laughs> Got it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Right. For the fans at home, yeah, yeah. Um, um I just yeah. So I I I now in a lot of post production phases of projects that I started early this spring. Um, but all in all, it's been great. I mean, I got the new Sony A7S III, beautiful camera. Mm-hmm. Been playing around with the Office FX6, um, mm-hmm. another beautiful camera. And I think once I'm done with this little process, I really just want to sit down and kind of uh, make videos for me. You know, make make content that I actually really yeah. give a shit about. Not that I don't care about my clients' work, because I do. But like, make more work that will attract the clients that I really, really want to work for, aka sports aka okay. music not that i'm not doing that but I, I need way more of that in my portfolio to attract that type of attention yeah. so what, what's the what's the number one thing that you've learned or what are some lessons you've learned over the last couple of months i imagine if you're gonna spend that much time on set you'll be right. at the end of it you'll be like damn i wish i'd known this when i started right right the um stretch. i have director's blood Oh, I think uh dark dark web. Uh no, I I you know I've oh, I've I been uh, three vials of director's blood off of fucking uh, Silk Road. <laughs> um no, I mean to say that in the sense that you know I've been on this little journey of trying to figure out where I fit in the production world um by doing a little bit of everything one man band, but I think um I think my skills lend themselves to being a director. I love being a director. It's pretty easy for me. Um, knowing all the aspects of production really helps with that. And I've gotten to lead several different teams on different projects and also being producer. I mean, I have producer's blood, AKA from the dark web, but also, you know, working in advertising. <laughs> um, Braxton was saying he was like a natural born producer. We we're talking about that last night a little bit. That's, that's how I, I really think I am. Cause I like, um, and it translates into my day job is, you know, finding the right people to do the job. So when they come in, they can just do their shit and stuff just like goes seamlessly. You know, that's what I like doing. And it feels good when you find the right person to to kind of plug into the role and then boom, you know, they're mm-hmm. they're successful. That's- you know, speaking of your day job, I 
I was told I was going to get a call back at some, <laughs> at some point. And, uh, oh, yeah. Did yeah, you have an interview? Yeah, uh, about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yo, but, you know, on the producer thing, what's the craziest thing is that uh, when you were like, oh, yeah, I'll, like when you when we moved, when we did start at season five of Group Text, uh, you were sending, you send notes, right, every week mm-hmm. on the pod. And I remember from the first one, I told Chris, I was like, yo, these notes are crazy. Like, this is notes that producers who i work with who are by by profession producers mm-hmm. at video companies yep. don't send this type of notes that are this detailed so it's uh you're right you do you do got it it's, it's natural but what's what's crazy to me is that every week i mean those aren't short episodes they're like an hour and a half on average yeah and like you go back through them and you like really do your due diligence you know yeah. what i mean like i can't even be bothered to go through a fucking five and a half minute video sometimes i have never listened back to an episode of the sizzle oil pod so <laughs> I, I, I scrub through it and like because i have to do the rundown so yeah I, I guess i could do it as we go but I, I try to be good about mental notes while we're recording but usually i'll go back and listen to it like right away and then make the notes and then you know whatever then i'm out but uh i think at first i was like a little worried you know you never know. Sometimes, sometimes you say some shit. And you're like, oh man, yeah, that, yeah. that can't go on wax. You know, that was actually like one of the things that I had to uh, like get over. Like if the first few episodes, I, I was so hesitant to say a lot of things because I was like, I don't know if this is true or not. You know, like I, I want to censor myself. I don't want to be just like another white dude with a microphone sending out misinformation. But now, here I am. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, look, that's that's the name of the game. Unfortunately, I don't know. Whatever. It's like to me, it's like we're we're not doing anything malicious. We're just like making no. fun. The only we're mostly shitting on capitalism and large corporations, and they deserve it. So it's all good. You I know, feel like so. that's a common theme amongst all Shishkin Production podcasts. It's <laughs> pretty nice. very much shitting well, so on what, capitalism. What is it? The, no, the, the company color is proletariat pink. That's what we call it. Uh, no, nah, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's 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 been it's been cool though. It's been it's been a ride. I feel like we need to get a like an intern or like a kind of junior like audio engineer once we kind of build this room out. And that way, when we do this, you know, they can take notes and stuff. You know, and that way we don't have to do the rundown. They can just be like, makes joke about proletariat pink, and I just write, okay, cool, copy paste. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it would it, it would be nice. I don't See, know. that's why I think I'm like a little. Um, I have to catch myself like specifically on that very first uh, edit that I sent you for the podcast. It was like, yeah. it was a lot of notes and I'm like, yeah. Oh shit. Like I got to like rein it in a little. I feel like I can mm-hmm. be very much type a and like, well, cause that's the thing with editing though. Just in general, you can, and I'm sure we've all experienced this. You can edit the shit out of something if you want, or yeah. you can really let it breathe and be its own thing. Like say there's a, a interview that you have to edit. That's, you know, they talked for, 30 minutes you can cut it down to be three minutes right but you could also leave it and make it 28 minutes you know right and it's there is no right answer with editing it's just like what does the project call for right i don't know that's what i always feel like i i I try to when i do video i lean on the side of over editing when i do audio i lean on the side of under editing like with audio i want the conversation to flow and to play i think that that makes a lot of sense because that's I mean, most audio editing that you do is they are podcasts and they're kind yeah. of supposed to be a conversation, not like just a smattering of information in a, in a small amount of time. Yeah. Kind of casual. That's how the content's supposed to be absorbed. 
when right. you when you were editing Germs Pod, Vince, what, like because we had a video element with that, you were keep, but you were keeping it generally the whole conversation. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Unless they were like some hiccups where they needed pause or anything, I just kept the conversation going. I mean, yeah, that's how people receive the information. You know, if it's conversations, you want to hear the whole thing, and not it's going to sound choppy, it's going to sound off, and then the attention span might dwindle from there. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to have a uh, season two of the germ pod. I got to talk to him about it still. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he said he was like at the end of the last episode, yeah. he said, I'll be back next season, but yeah, I don't know. I think we'll have it, but I want to really help with booking guests. Like, and I don't know if I got to have that conversation with him, obviously, but I, if he's down to let us take a little bit of that load off of him, I think it would be interesting just to do general outreach and try to get guests, not friends, but yeah. like real guests. I think it was great for him to have friends for the first season. I agree. That way, you know, he got comfortable. He figured out the format and, you know, we we have a process now. But if he does want to continue doing it, we're in a, a slightly more professional space, mm-hmm. more suited towards podcasts. Mm-hmm. Might as well go for bigger fish. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt that his friends also have like, you know, Half pretty million, sizable yeah. followers. Well, he, and... he established it. He established like the first season was good to establish the baseline for what yeah. the pod is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's called the Ask Not Me Anything podcast, by the way. If yeah, shout out Germ. But shout out Germ Code. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm talk- talking dream guests. I feel like it would be cool to get. I don't know. Like, uh, it would be cool to get like an actor on there. What? Yeah. Actors like a, or comedians mm. in the scene. Or like people who write books. Like I feel I'm just thinking about things that I see on talk shows. Like he, when people he did write have books, one person. Yeah. See, like when people write books, they always need to go and like talk about the book they wrote, you know? Or to have a people band, that like need musician. to go on press runs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. People that have things to promote. That'd be that's probably the way to do it is to get in touch with PR agencies and be like, Hey, here's got, our new show. Rosters. It's a platform. They got rosters of people. Anytime you have someone send them along. I mean, that's, that's a big thing now that companies are doing are reaching out to you know, influencers to do stuff instead of traditional markets. I think that's like the new way to to get a bigger reach than they yeah. typically would have. You know? Honestly, that's almost what I told Anthony earlier. I was like, three hundred dollars, just pay an influencer to come through, eat some pizza, take Damn. take a take a photo. Chris, why didn't you drop that gem on him? You don't want Dude, to undercut he, the company, or he, what? Didn't, he doesn't even Who's know Anthony? what an influencer is. He Who's was Anthony? like, I don't know about the Instagrams <laughs> and the TikToks and the YouTube. Well, What's did, a YouTube? He did say that. That was the guy who came by earlier. Also, this oh, is shit. do people. Sometimes I'm like weary to call someone an influencer because I don't know if they like that term or not. I can pretty much guarantee all of them hate that term. That's yeah, a, I mean, that's my assumption. Do. But like, I, I don't I think half of them do like it because it makes them feel good, but they won't admit it because it's not the cool thing to do. Damn. I mean, the like thing- if they show up and be like, hey, I'm an influencer. Ha, ha, they'll probably look like an asshole. You know, what we discovered the other day is that if you are acting too cool, that shit actually makes you not cool <laughs> that we did we did discover right? that yeah. but then if yeah. you act like you're not that cool then you're cool as hell how crazy is that well some people who don't act cool are still just not cool yeah but those people aren't trying to even act not cool you see what i'm saying okay. you act okay. not cool that makes you cool as hell so you have to you have to try to act not cool you gotta to be, be cool yes like okay. if you're just genuinely not cool you're not cool but if you're like cool but you're trying to like not be that cool then you're cool as hell right hey Facts. what's cooler than being cool <laughs> that's exa- cool. exactly it <laughs> But wait, I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't mean to cut you off. What you what, were talking? What you talking about? No, I didn't. I, oh man, I had my thought already. That was it. What was the thought? It's always the influencers. I think half of them oh, actually the half, do oh, like it. Yeah, actually like it's, it. It's weird because, know. like, you know, with with someone like Germ, he is a very good photographer. With someone like Daniel, got hits. He's a very good 
like freelance soccer dude. I don't right. know. A soccer <laughs> freestyle. Soccer freestyle. Free, yeah. <laughs> freelance soccer dude. <laughs> Look, put, put it on the business card. <laughs> but I think ultimately, like people, like like Germ is like a great person, right? So he's like, you know, he's gonna find good people and interesting people to talk to. I think you know that's why people like going to his page and looking at his photography and things like that. So, um, but I don't know what. It just makes me wonder, like, what's the bubble like on that sort of marketing style? Like, because mm-hmm. I don't know, like good friend of the show, Mike Bliss, the time fly. He goes out and does Instagram stuff all the time. Dan mm-hmm. Kuba, they go out and do Instagram stuff all the time. I don't use Instagram, so I don't know exactly what their reach is like. But yeah. is there them growing their pages? What is the, the end game? Because like. Is it, the t- is it the type of thing that by the time you get your page to the amount where it might pay off, will marketing move in a totally different direction? You know what I mean? Well, I mean will Instagram at, change so much that people don't want to put money into it anymore? You know, what I mean? brands that want to put money into it. Is what I'm saying. I mean, I think as individuals, like if you look at like New York, Nico, you know, I, I mean, his family, I guess, was kind of in the entertainment world a little bit, but like he grew his page. It's big now. And now he has like partnerships with like you know, uh, television networks and stuff like that. So I think depending on, I guess my question is, is that just of the moment? You know what I mean? Like, cause say, like, say you get your page, say it takes you three years to grow your page up to 450,000 people or something like that. Who's to say that in three years, Instagram is still even going to be relevant. Like at that point, is it going to be like, well, brands don't spend money here anymore because no one uses it. Like see what happened to Facebook, right? Like, well, yeah, but I, I think for for stuff like that, one, I mean, you have to be moving with the times. Even right. M- Mike Bliss just started his Twitter a few weeks ago. He's at, True. I think he's at Bliss on Twitter. Wow. He got at Bliss. Oh, wow. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm going to look this up right, right now. I think it's Michael D. Bliss. It, it could be Michael know. D. Bliss. But he, he was telling me he got at Bliss at something. But, yeah. uh, maybe you got TikTok Bliss. It's, it, it, maybe it's TikTok. Uh, the, the point isn't. I feel like it's not necessarily to advertise on whatever platform they have a lot of followers. Like if you're a photographer like Mike or Germ or Nico, like other brands will see that stuff and not necessarily want you for Instagram uh, videos, but to shoot actual professional video. Like they'll see it's like having a portfolio that anytime you post half a million people can see your portfolio. But I feel like most of the time they hire those people because of their reach as well. Like it's it's you know definitely I mean? you know it's, it's built in it's built it's, in like I I don't think a lot of those influencers would be getting jobs if it wasn't for their pull like they'd be getting jobs but no, not at facts. the rate that they get that's facts I think it, it's gonna just keep going along with the times I mean you know back in the advertising days of mine it would be you know depending on the campaign what we need and our budget but influencers are a lot easier to work with because honestly they're cheaper right. Yeah. The engagement rates are higher. It's going to be cheaper for me to hire someone, a kid, right? Because it's ex- exploitation. Half mm-hmm. of it is. Yeah. Um, To do some animations on TikTok with a big reach versus me coming to Shishkin Productions and be like, hey, y'all, I need like five videos for Instagram. How much is it going to cost me? I mean, they'll probably be more satisfied with their return on it for sure. Because, mm-hmm. But that's because I feel like. I don't know, whatever. This goes back to my whole thing about metrics. I think metrics are the devil. Like, I hate metrics, well, It's exploitation. I think it's capitalism whack. exploitation, right? Like, yeah. back in the second agency that I work with here, uh, I won't name them, but um, 
we had this kid. He was in college. I think he was like in his first or second year. And he was an animator. He was a stop motion animator. And what we did was we had him intern here at the agency. Um, the internship probably paid a stipend. It was really shitty. Um, but he was like 19 years old and he would just make animations for our brands. Mm. Now, had we paid an actual professional animator, not that say he wasn't professional, he was, but have we actually like hired someone out of college who was an animator, it probably would have been twice as triple amount of money as what we were using him for. And he would make all of our animations. He literally made a little studio in his dorm for our brands, all these top notch animations. And he was the intern. And he was 19. You know, when you're 19 and you're in college and you're getting all this portfolio work. A hundred bucks when you're 19 looks a lot different than a yeah. hundred bucks when you're 31. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, he was an influencer and he was getting the influencer work, but he was also getting exploited. Right. And I'm sure yeah. now, you know, this was probably like five, six years ago. He charges a lot differently. Right. Right. But I think brands, all we want is the reach. All they want is the reach and, all, and engagement rate. Um, and it's just going to change. I think now TikTok is the way to do it, right? So if you're hot on TikTok, you're going to get the bigger budget versus yeah. if you're big on Instagram, right? Instagram might not get as much pull, right? But if you're on TikTok, you're getting the eyeballs. That's where the money is going to be going to. I so just, it's going to change in the future. Whatever platform's popping, that's where it's going to lead I to. I just hate the, f- I hate metrics period in general because they're all so inflated and they're all such bullshit. Yeah. None of them actually mean anything. Yeah. Like it's the stupidest thing ever. I wish that YouTube would do, because a lot of our content that we do lives on YouTube. I wish YouTube would do away with view counts. I wish that would just be, I don't even want that information to be existing, period. Like, I, it's, Well, it's, Instagram is now giving you the option to hide likes. Yeah. yeah. That's like a, a first step. But, but I just wish like YouTube would do away with it, with yeah, view counts and with comments and shit, because like it, it just it makes it it doesn't do anything for anyone other than the people who work in the metrics and analytics departments of yeah but that's basically what google does they make their money off of analytics so they would never get rid of that plus if a video has a lot of views it gives it credibility so if i'm searching for something see that's the problem i have with it that's the problem i have with it is that that's how you determine credibility well unfortunately yeah Yeah. even when we're sending stuff out for for like a client who's asking you know what what projects have you done in in this vertical sometimes we'll send them inferior videos that have higher view counts just to all, show all the time. Yeah. yeah. All the yeah. time. Yeah. I used to have a running a Google doc for a while that I would keep a link to every video that I did. This is when I was first starting out working with complex. I would keep a link to every video I did and I would update it every month with how many views that had, because then like I would in my, when I was looking for stuff and trying to do super cold outreach, I would be like, I've worked on videos that have totaled X million views. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, that's silly, man. I hate that I even had to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it is, it is some sort of credibility, right? It, it does it lend to it. I mean, that's you know, how it is. All, it, it, it always it, goes back to that. Even with TV ratings back in the yeah, day, yeah. it's the same TV, idea. TV it's ratings. fucking bullshit. Look, like there's so many people that still watch American Idol and the voice and all those shows survivor, right? Yeah. The bachelorette, yeah. the bachelor. And we all know that most of those shows are trash in our opinion. Not that we wouldn't do work for them, um, but you know, I mean, the content isn't isn't what we personally like. Right. But the ratings are so big that they get those prime time slots. That's why you know with the playoffs, uh, Greg, my roommate, he was like, "Yo, man, it's crazy how like one game's on NBA TV and the other ones are on whatever." And it's like, well, it has to be on NBA TV because ABC, which also holds ESPN, is probably showing one of the reality shows that gets way more viewership 
than that NBA game, which is that's wild. That's a good point. Right? That's a good point. Yeah. But it's like, you know, more eyeballs. That's where the money is. That that metric's never going to die, um, at least not anytime soon, because the big wigs up top, they're yeah they're old i see right? it's weird so, though because like in the space that we work in most of our video is digital uh, that's where it lives and it's so easy to fake view counts on that like you can, you can literally just buy views and likes none of it is real like literally none of it is real and that's the problem i have with it is that it's all such fucking bullshit yep. they're fake metrics none of it exists like even on tiktok like those aren't real metrics like well maybe and, people saw it but that doesn't mean anything well, click, click throughs is where it really boils down to i mean that's from a consumer standpoint that's what we see the metrics that are available on the platform but on the back end when we're sending reports to clients and telling them how the campaigns did it really comes down to click throughs right like did they go You're to the website advertising yes yeah, yeah, did, did they, they track the like they came here first and then went somewhere else yeah, like, because they got here because basically? That's, that, that's i mean impressions is one like yeah you could easily inflate your impressions i've been on campaigns where we just do an impression uh, campaign and it's literally just putting in people's feeds. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they click play or not. If it got into, if people saw it, that was the value. That's what it was worth spending our money on. Yeah, but right. really, when it really comes down to proving social media is worth outside of impressions and eyeballs, I mean, we want click throughs to site. We want people to like buy the thing that we're selling them. And that kind of determines things because it's easier to do it online versus TV. Right, we really don't have that capability where we see a cool sneaker on TV, we just can't buy it instantly. For me, social media, you can. For me, though, one of the big problems I have with it, and I'm not even talking about advertising. I'm just talking about like creating a show that goes on YouTube, right? Is and even a show that goes on on anywhere is that the leash is so short. It's like a show doesn't get a chance to breathe or develop before it gets canceled. Like people mm-hmm. will just cancel a show, right? Like it doesn't. It, same with like on on youtube i mean i always go back to it's silly but i always go back to hot ones and stuff like that Mm -hmm. right it's like it's not like it came out the gates immediately as a hit it 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 needed like a viral moment or something like that it needed to take off and then i mean we've all seen the growth of that show over the last whatever five six years six years yeah Uh, it just it's just interesting to me that like the leash is so short the success needs to be instant or the show is completely knocked dead Vince did just say something, though, that I actually noticed the other day where it was a commercial. I don't even remember what the commercial was for, but they did have a QR code in the commercial. And that would be a way that you could track if someone watched this commercial, scanned the QR code and then went somewhere. So, like, they're probably not far off from being able to track, you know, quote unquote, a click through rate from a commercial. Dude, I, I was watching something a few months back. I don't know if it was Fire TV or Roku or what it how they knew who I was. But it's like a like a a car commercial for a local dealership, and it tells me what where my local dealership is along with that QR code, and it it mm. like it knows exactly who I am. Like I think it even says, "Hey Chris," like <laughs> that's so yeah. Wild. It's like, yo, this is this is not okay. Don't target the advertising <laughs> like that. I get it on social media because we've kind of it it's come to that, but no, no, not with not with TV commercials. That that has been a tried and true, you know. This is your commercial for the next three minutes. I can live with that. Don't yeah. don't target me like that. You know what's so funny though is that like you have that idea and I have that idea, and I'm sure you guys also feel that way where we're like, oh man, stop tracking me, blah blah. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, there's so many people who are like, this is really convenient. Oh, it yeah. knows who I am. This is oh. cool. Which like I don't think that's cool because I don't like corporations having all my fucking data. But I I'm actually afraid that 
the majority of people want that. Who knows? I don't know if that's true, but I think there's a lot of people who would hear that and go, that's really cool, man. This thing knows that I'm piss Chris and that I fucking <laughs> live in Queens or I mean, whatever. My, my thing is if, if they're going to have my info and all that shit, I would like it to work for me. Right? Like if I don't have a choice, yeah. If I don't have a choice, send me the ads I want. Slippery I'd rather slope, see that. Man. I'd rather see that <laughs> mm-hmm. than seeing bullshit that I'm not going to buy. I'd rather not see any of it. I mean, yeah, I'd like to have the option, but I don't think we're going to have a choice. Do you guys ever get the uh, the commercials that are like, choose your ad experience, and it gives you five or ten seconds to click one, two, or three? I've seen that before Streamer, only on Hulu. Streamers. On yeah. Hulu, I've seen that. Yeah. Is that, is that I don't I think, think I've Hulu, seen yeah. that. I think it's on Hulu. Streaming services. Go- Google has one of those commercials, I know, for sure. PlayStation. PlayStation has one. You move the controller uh, pro- I a think way. Uh, Progressive or Geico, one of those has one. Wouldn't that be crazy if, like, in the future, they decided to specifically, like, since they're doing hyper-targeted ads that are geared towards certain demographics in certain locations, like, like really, really small locations, that they started hiring companies who focus specifically on those tiny locations and it all became like a cottage industry almost where it's like can we talk about this yeah like we we live in is it not already happening like if you do a facebook ad you can target like a specific like block radius yeah if you wanted to run that ad in that specific i was on instagram earlier and i got a a, an, an ad for like brook Brooklyn Boulder or something like that. Brooklyn Bouldering. Yeah. The like, like rock a, climbing. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's right down the street. They know. You, I'm imagining a dystopian future where like <laughs> everyone has become an influencer and your job is just to make ads for other people. I mean, I'm sure so I'm like, be- <laughs> like, what do you do for a living? Yeah, I make ads for Chris. <laughs> like, that's, like literally everything he sees I made. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's season six of Black Mirror. Oh, know? my God. God. It's a little fucked up. Um, all right. We're, we're nearing the end of the show. You guys want to plug anything? You want to mention anything? You got anything to say? Any last words of wisdom? Uh, speaking of influence, uh, follow me on Instagram at airvince one. I'm almost at ten thousand followers. So, All right, uh, damn. You know, you maybe get, I might get a check. You somewhere. might get two more from from this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or one. How, or zero. zero. Oh, my, 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 my money's on zero. <laughs> Maybe negative. Like, man, fuck people, this guy. People are gonna be like, oh, that's the dude who did that weird ass accent at the top. That was fucking insensitive. Um, what, what, uh, what's how's train of thought going? I feel like I haven't talked to you about train of thought in uh, such a long time. Uh, for the viewers at home or listeners, uh, train of thought is a web series on New York City buskers. Actually, just today. They're allowing buskers to return underground officially. So I have like a bunch, I have like maybe a half year's worth of content in the back burner. So once like people are maskless underground, I'll start posting them. I just didn't want to post content that like promoted ridership because I don't think people should have been riding the train. Right. right? Like I don't want to, or like show videos of people maskless. Like I didn't want to do that, but you put it on TikTok, right? Trying to thought. Yeah, it's on TikTok. It's, bunch of stuff it's just living on there but yeah I, I have a bunch of new content um and i actually might do like an actual like a real mini doc like a five minute mini doc on how covid affected uh the buskers and what they were doing you shouldn't do a five minute doc you should do if you're gonna put any effort into it you should aim for like 20 minutes and, and like make it actually a short and submit it to festivals 100 percent. do i, I want to put that much time in a pro bono I'll project I'll, I'll, I'll help you i'll edit it for you I think that would be cool. I, mean, I actually I'll take think your that word. Would, I'll take. I'll take. I'll do it. Yeah, let's let's do it. Because uh, I I think that would actually do really well at festivals. Yeah, I think that would be good. We were, we were just talking about how we might want to do a longer form documentary <clears throat> or yeah, something like that's that. True, that's true. And Braxton and I were talking the other night about making a short film. 
We were. Because Braxton used to be an actor, believe it or not. That's, that's part of the reason we bought Man. that camera, isn't it? <laughs> we're it like, is. oh, we have this camera. We're going to write stuff. We're going to be motivated. <laughs> well, we were talking about how crazy it is that like we take for granted that we have. Because look, location is yeah. so important when it comes to filmmaking. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you live in like rural Iowa, you can tell a certain story, but you can't tell a story about like New York because you're in rural Iowa. But we're here in like a place where everyone would be would kill to film. Yeah, I, I plan on possibly anything. I was taking pictures in the backyard. I might uh do a little music video in that uh glass house. Don't oh, throw stones. Yeah. yeah, I'm probably put some nan lights and just have that and one. The, that white one back there. Yeah, you might need to talk to the restaurant about that. I think it's theirs. Is that is that theirs? Oh, I'd like I'll to talk, talk to someone. Them. Yeah, talk to Jess. That's her name. Um, w- w- tell tell a quick story about how you were an actor. Um. Uh, let's see. So my sister growing up took gymnastics. My mom put me in gymnastics at like four. My gymnastics Represent. teacher was a, uh, she was also a talent scout or agent, I guess. So, you know, they put me, they gave me a headshot. I did some commercials, oh, got to shit. do some cool stuff. I like, I auditioned for some like really big movies, didn't get any of the parts. I auditioned for like the little rascals movie. I think that was always like pretty funny. <laughs> Um, but yeah, acting was cool. I used to come up to New York a lot when I was young for commercials and auditions and stuff like that. Which commercials? Can we find them? Uh, they're probably on YouTube somewhere, like a Marshalls and Fisher Price and like Ford, just like random stuff like that. But acting was, uh, being on movie sets and stuff like that when I was young was like pretty cool. But yeah, my acting days are over. I got out before, you know, I hit the, uh, yeah, see Vince just like pulled up a, oh wow, (laughs) Vince just pulled up my headshot on Instagram. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Go to, go to my Instagram, Braxton Brown third, Braxton Brown. uh, I guess that's where you can find uh, me. That guy from hot tub time machine. (laughs) (laughs) Now Vince is just pulling up all my headshots. Basically. What's that guy's name for? Uh, Oh, Craig Craig Robinson. Robinson? I think you're Craig Craig Robinson. Robinson. I do not look like Craig Robinson. Okay. Just, <laughs> for everyone out there who's just listening, picture Craig yeah. Robinson talking. Yeah, it is not me. But uh, yeah, acting was cool. I have officially retired. I you know much prefer now, to be behind now. behind the camera. Play Cam Newton. But he's about to he's about to uh, come out of retirement. It's like uh, maybe you I don't know. know. I don't know who did that. Be Michael my redemption Jordan, story. Mario Lemieux, <laughs> the Mario Lemieux of of acting. Of acting. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. Well, yeah, let's wrap it up. Chris, you want to give them the breakdown of where they can, what number should they call? That's the most important part. Yeah. You should, you guys should call us 332-333-4361. That's the sizzle reel hotline. It's real cold line. Cold line. Brr. It's, it's going to go right to voicemail. So you don't have to actually talk to us. You can just leave us a message, say whatever you want. Maybe you'll end up on the show. Yeah. It doesn't even tell us who called. So pretend you want to be anywhere you want to be. We're not going to, we, you know, we've had several animals call in so far. <laughs> Vince is out here just watching what? Braxton videos. <laughs> Braxton, you're just up. dancing? I mean, that's, there, that's your actual moves? Yeah, there's yeah. some classic that's videos that's... on my Instagram. I'm where telling they, you. Where can, where can the listeners find out? He did a karate uh, kick. He did a karate <laughs> kick. Braxton Brown, I, I, I. You can see me uh, when I was 10 years old tap dancing at the Apollo or uh, dancing at a old dance competition called Showstoppers. You know, there's some real classics on there. So. That's amazing. That's amazing. They're going to have to check it out. And then while you're on Instagram, it's just real gang. 
That's yeah. where you can find us. Same um, on Twitter. We're not posting much these days. Yeah, and I I didn't plug the our TikTok earlier because we're still not posting much these days there either. You know, we're we're still doing the pod though every single week. Haven't missed a week yet. We this is really what it comes down to. That's not Anthony. That was, <laughs> that was me at the door. That was me. <laughs> that was knocking on wood. This is what it this is what it really comes down to is that we're making the pod. That's what everyone cares about. All right, guys, thank you for joining us, Braxton. Thank you for coming through. Vince, yes. thank you for coming through. He's been on his phone most of the time. Not yeah, even sure, talking about videos on an audio format. Completely stopped caring. Five minutes ago, his childhood fame has, has, has he, he started me. looking at his phone, not <laughs> looking the, at any of us while we're trying to direct questions to him. <laughs> and then he holds up videos for all of us to laugh at. Well, it's like, dude, viewers can't see that. Listeners. Earlier this week, we're asking Vince, why haven't you been around? He's like, well, you know, maybe if I could just go in that room and be by myself i would i would come through more often okay thanks vince disrespect oh wait i did forget group text podcast every friday check us out all right guys we'll see you next week and have a fun rest of your week yep i got the pizzas Chris, you ever heard of Smells Like? Smells Like? Yeah, Smells Like. They're a Brooklyn-based candle company, and they're taking the world by storm. Are they storming the Capitol? They're not storming the Capitol, but they may be storming your living room with their candles. All you got to do is go to SmellsLikeBK.com, type in the code SIZZLE, and you're going to get 20% off. Damn, 20%? 20% off. That's a deal. These are some fucking sick candles, too. I would even go as far as saying they're fucking lit. Fucking lit? Yeah, and that's because that was their flagship scent that they developed last year. Fucking Lit is probably my favorite scent from them, and it contains tobacco, whiskey, sandalwood, white cedar. You're going to get all of that just from Fucking Lit. That is Fucking Lit. Go get it at SmellsLikeBK.com. Use the code SIZZLE. A Shishkin Productions podcast.